My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 167 of The Kate Show. Have you ever said any of these things about your business? Something like, this is beyond exhausting. I don't know how many more years I can run my business like this. Or have you said, I wish I had more time for my family without shutting down my business? If you have said those things about your design firm, your staging biz, your organizing biz, it might be time to change your business model. Now, if you listened to a couple of my past episodes on how to turn your industry knowledge into a paid membership, don't worry, this is not a repeat. If you're wanting to slow down in your business without giving up your income, listen up. Today on The Kate Show, I'm sharing a lightweight business model that has become popular with home professionals who want flexibility to work remotely, but they don't want to offer e-design because, you know, e-design is not a good fit for everyone. And plus, this is also something that is applicable to organizers and to home stagers. Now, the cool part about this consultancy business model is that you can still meet with clients in person if you want, just as you would for a normal on-site consultation. But unlike traditional services, you don't then have to do all the planning and sourcing or follow-up for the client, unless, of course, you want to offer that as an upgrade. Guys, I don't want you to miss this transformational episode. It is full of very specific, use this tool, don't use that tool, say this, don't say that. So I want you to make sure you hear it all. And I might be doing some follow-up episodes to this. So to make sure you don't miss it, I want you to go follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. And while you're there, please leave me a rating and a review. All right. Let's jump into how to start a consult-only business in design, staging, or organizing. It's about to get good. Today's episode of The Kate Show is brought to you in part by Employee to Designer. Employee to Designer is a 12-week coaching program for anyone who is dreaming of becoming an interior designer. This program takes you step-by-step through building a six-figure design business to replace your corporate income and give you the freedom to live life on your own terms and be your own boss. You'll learn the foundational principles of business mindset and confidence, pricing and packaging your services, and the key systems and processes every successful interior designer should use. Employee to Designer is an IDCEC accredited coaching program, which means you'll earn eight credits that you can use toward your official interior design certification. To sign up for Employee to Designer and start your 12-week countdown to a new career, go to EmployeeToDesigner.com. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. This episode of The Kate Show is brought to you by Side Door. As an interior designer, a home stager, a window treatment professional, or a home organizer, you guys deal with products every day, many of which your existing audience would love to own. If you're dreaming of selling product through your website or through your social media platforms, but you just don't want to be bogged down by ordering and shipping and loads of inventory, you need Side Door. When Side Door entered the home industry in early 2020, they changed everything. SideDoor lets you source and curate the perfect trade-only pieces for your customers' homes, and with their seamless platform, you can create product collections with ease. Curate an entire room, specialize in a certain aesthetic, or simply create a collection of, I don't know, your favorite area rugs. 
Whatever you know your clients love would make for a great side door collection. You curate the look, side door handles ordering and shipping, and you make money. Plus, you can sell each collection many times over, creating the perfect opportunity for recurring income. Or if you really just want to keep things simple, you can use Side Door to buy products yourself at designer pricing without needing to have an account with various vendors or meet any of their required minimums. It's about power to the designer people. If you're ready to truly scale your home industry business, go to onsidedoor.com and apply to join. Now, let's get to today's episode. The stereotypical business of an interior designer, a home stager, or a professional organizer looks something like this. You've got office work and you have on-site work. You have project delays and client management, a lot of client management if we're being honest. You have a lot of coordination with subcontractors and all of this tends to happen at all hours of the day. Your daily schedule might change at a moment's notice and you might find yourself reacting to the newest priority that has worked its way up your to-do list. In some ways, you might feel like your business is running you versus you running your business. Now, for some of us, that phase only lasts for a season, and it's okay. It happens. It's just business. But for others, it becomes their entire business model, often because they say yes to so many things that they have no bandwidth to say no to the things they need to say no to. And it also means that they completely push out any time for the family time, the personal care, and then the need to work on their business instead of in it. And all of this is the fastest path to burnout that you can possibly get on. And it's also the surest way to grow a business that you simply don't like anymore. So if you've ever found yourself saying, you know what, I don't like my business, or I hate my business, or you dread Monday mornings, or perhaps you dread every day because you're working seven days a week, this is a problem. And when you're looking at your life and the grand scheme of things, and you're looking at the big picture, is this how you want to spend your career? Well, I don't think so. But the good thing is you have the ability to make these changes so that you can have a business that is sustainable. It can help sustain you and your family, and it can also sustain itself a little bit in that it's not completely dependent on you busting your butt to make things work. It's about working smarter and not harder. So if you struggle to say no to projects that you you know they're just not a good fit and you feel like you're living on the edge and not in a fun way, you have to reassess your life and not just your business. The home industry is booming right now, but that doesn't make you obligated to accept every project that lands in your inbox. It's time to create some clear parameters and qualifiers around which projects you'll accept and which ones you will deny. In some situations, you don't have to define your parameters by geographic location or by project type. You actually need to define it at the root of your business in your services menu. The worst thing you could do for your business is say that no project is too big or too small. And the best thing you could do is say that you offer one particular service, a specialty that brings you joy when you share it with others. Now you might be thinking, but Kate, I already have a specialty, and I also have different consultations that I offer, by the way, so I really don't see what you're talking about and how it's really going to make a difference. Well, all of those things are good, but I have a few questions for you. Is your specialty clear as day? Is it really? Do all the arrows of your marketing point back to that specialty? Or are you piling on multiple specialties and trying to market them all at once? The main reason why designers, stagers, and organizers don't sell as many consultation packages as they'd like 
is for this exact reason. The consultation services are usually buried under a mountain of other services. So nothing is a specialty. If you say everything is a specialty, then it just means nothing is. Also, these consults are rarely marketed as being high value. They're just kind of like an afterthought, like, oh, go here, book a consult. But you don't have a sales page set up for your consultation packages. They're not marketed correctly. You don't talk about them in, like, say, social media or in emails. They're just not being given the proper attention by the business owner, and therefore they're not going to get noticed by the client. Another problem is that consultation packages tend to compete with each other. So if you are offering a color consult and a hard finish consult and a space planning consult, it's like, whoa, like, I don't know which one to pick now. You've got too many options. That's why it's about having a specialty and being very specific. The other big issue with consult packages is that they're often pitched as being free. So if you've ever seen someone's website in the home industry and they've got a little opt-in that says sign up for a free consult, that actually erases any value that consultation might have, even if the information you give in that consult is incredibly valuable. What you're doing is saying it's free, it's not worth your money, and therefore that actually drags down and degrades the value of all the other services you offer as well, which is not a good thing to do in business. So if you're like, you know what, I do want a more lightweight business model. I want to really manage my time better and set clear boundaries so that I can have a good life and I can be with my family and I can pursue things beyond just work. Here are a few standards that your new consultancy packages are going to have to meet because you can't just throw a consult package up on your website and say, book me for this and here's what it is and here's how much it costs and then just sit there and twiddle your thumbs and hope that someone finds it attractive. No, there are actual specific things that you need to do if you want to become known as a consultant. The first thing would be client alignment. You have to make sure the consult package you're selling is aligned with your ideal client and is set up to serve a specific problem they have, which means the title, the description, and the imagery you use for that consult package should be anything but generic. You have to make very clear who is and who is not a good fit for your consulting services, and you do that by explaining, okay, ideal client, I know that you have this problem, you're dealing with X, Y, and Z, and here is how I fix that through my consulting. The next thing you need to make sure you have are tiered consulting packages. They should be tiered in terms of duration and the involvement required from you, not based on what you discuss. For example, you shouldn't offer a closet organization consult and a kitchen pantry consult. Rather, you should offer a strategy consultation and then perhaps an implementation consultation, for example. Then, it doesn't matter what space in the home you're discussing, and it doesn't matter if scope creep comes into it, because you are there for that client for the duration of that consult, and then you're done. You also need to make sure that you have a defined process for your consulting packages. It should follow a defined structure. It should be very obvious what comes next. You should never wonder, hmm, well, should I talk about this next? Should I gather this information next? No, you have to know exactly what is going on because you are delivering a paid service and that will also help the client really see you as the professional, as the specialist, and as someone who's well-deserving of that consulting fee. 
The actual consult itself should result in a consistent, professional, deliverable, and a logical follow-up from you. So it's not just about making sure that the actual hour or two-hour event goes well, but you have to look at the end result. Are they getting something from this consult? They better be because they paid for it. The big thing that you have to also implement would be the automation. Any consulting package you sell should be automated before and after you meet with your client. Perhaps the client books and pays for your time via Calendly or Acuity on your website. Cool. After that, they're sent an onboarding form to complete and a welcome guide. Maybe that guide is a video or it's a PDF. They're also sent a Zoom link if they haven't requested to meet in person. And after the consultation, whether it's virtual or in person, then you have a nice timely follow-up with providing notes or lists or other deliverables that you might have promised them. And then you also need to have ongoing follow-up, which means that you send them an automated check-in email, maybe a two weeks or four weeks later, to see how their implementation is going, to see how their problem is being cured. And also at that time, you can sell them another consulting package if they need more help. Now, because their needs will change over time, they might need you at different times for different reasons and in different ways, it's a smart idea to add them to your monthly email marketing because this is going to keep you top of mind with them. It'll also show them what other little specialties you might have to offer, whatever packages you might have to offer, and it helps you to continue serving them without having to manually check in with them every month or every quarter or whatever. And by the way, if you're not already doing monthly email marketing, you are leaving a lot of money on the table. We have had a big influx of messages coming in from our Socialite Vault members who have said, ironically, they're not necessarily just getting business from their own email list because their email list is largely comprised of people they've already worked with. But what they see happening to their great overjoyed happiness is that those clients love them so much they end up forwarding their email to a friend or a family member or a coworker, and that person ends up hiring the business that sent out that email newsletter. That's why I want you to make sure you keep email marketing as an ongoing part of your marketing, even if you're using a lightweight business model like consultancy services. I'm taking a break from this episode really quickly to chat about Side Door one more time. Why? Well, guys, I believe you shouldn't have to constantly trade hours for dollars in your business, and I bet you believe the same thing. If you are ready to take your home industry business to the next level, you need to consider signing up for SideDoor. SideDoor is the only platform that lets you create a custom shop of your favorite trade-only products. You make the sale, and they'll handle ordering and shipping. Or you could just use SideDoor to purchase products yourself at designer pricing without any vendor accounts or minimums required. It honestly doesn't get any more brilliant than this. So many of my listeners are already using SideDoor and for good reason. You can sell products on your own website and even from your own social media profiles. It's pretty much genius. If you have dreamed about having an online shop, but you just didn't want to take care of the technology or having inventory or just all the headache and stress that can come along with that, SideDoor could be a great solution for you. Sign up at OnSideDoor.com. Now, let's talk about how to set up the technology for this type of business specific to the home industry. I don't want you to get scared by the technology because once you've got it all set up, running your business can be efficient 
and honestly really enjoyable. So I'm going to give you a list of about oh, 10 or 11 things that you're going to need, and I'm also going to give you specific recommendations on which software platforms to use and how to conduct it from there. So the first thing you're going to need is a consultancy-specific website. When it comes to websites, I do recommend Squarespace just because they are really easy to use. They have a lot of built-in SEO. They're very professional, and they're, they're just so adaptable to however your business needs to grow next. You won't have to completely switch website platforms. You could turn part of your website into a paid membership. You could create your own client portal. You can allow for online booking. You can have a blog. You could do video. You could do so many different things with Squarespace, and that's why I do recommend them, especially for this type of business model. The second thing you'll need is some sort of LLC or a DBA so that you have all the legal requirements covered for that business because even if you already have a business, this is basically you creating a second business. So you'll have to talk to your attorney or your CPA to figure out do you have to create a whole other tax entity or is this just a branch off of your existing business or are you simply transforming your existing business into this new business model? That's something you have to figure out. And then you'll have to make sure you have all the right brand assets, which means logo, color palette, font palette, so that you can be very professional and consistent from day one. The third thing you'll need is a clearly written privacy policy and terms and conditions that will live on your website. These documents explain how you handle client information. Do you record audio and video? And if so, who has access to it? How do you handle that? Also, how do you address refund requests or cancellations or no-shows? Do you still bill for no-shows or is there a slight refund policy there? So you just have to iron all these details out before you accept your first consultancy client because it'll save you a lot of headache in the long run. The fourth thing you'll need is an online scheduling and payment tool. Acuity is awesome for this, so is Calendly. My agency uses Calendly, but we have a lot of customers who will use Acuity. And the cool thing is Squarespace actually bought Acuity, so they have a direct integration, and I love tools that directly integrate. They just work so seamlessly. It's wonderful. And then once you've picked one of those platforms, you have to either connect it to Stripe or to PayPal. It doesn't really matter which one. It's up to you. But this will allow people to book a consult with you and pay immediately. That way you don't have to worry about sending out invoices or thinking they might ghost you. Now the fifth thing you'll need is an email marketing software with automation abilities. And most of them have these abilities, but I do specifically recommend MailChimp or Flowdesk because they have enough functionality, but they're not overkill. There are some platforms out there that are completely overkill and it's extremely rare that a home industry professional will need them. And some of the platforms I consider to be overkill would be ActiveCampaign, ConvertKit, Infusionsoft, which is now called Keep. Those things are really, really overkill and you don't need it. Obviously, there might be some situations where you really feel that you do, and that's fine. But just know that MailChimp or Flowdesk will have your needs well addressed. The sixth thing you're going to need is a high-resolution laptop camera or desktop camera because if you're doing most of your consulting via video or even just some of it, you want to make sure that you look really good, you look professional, the image is clear. Don't rely on using your smartphone because if you're using your smartphone for a video call, you can't use that phone for anything else, and that can get to be really difficult. 
I know that a lot of you, when you're just getting started in a new business or a completely new business venture, if you already have a business going on, you might want to shoestring this, but don't. Make sure that if you're going to do this, you take it seriously from day one and invest in the right equipment so that you are fully prepared and fully professional before you even get started. Which brings me, by the way, to number seven. So number seven is clearly defined and branded deliverables, whether they're PDFs or videos, shopping lists, or whatever it might be. Take the time to either design each of these items in Canva or in Adobe Illustrator or hire a graphic designer or a videographer to do these things for you. Start out professional. You do not need to wait until you've been in business a year or two to become professional. It honestly just makes it harder to grow. If you come straight out of the gate looking like a complete professional, it will be so much easier for people to justify paying your consulting rates because they will see that you are worth the money because what you're doing is defining your value. You are giving them a solid understanding of your perceived value so that you can charge the rates you want to charge. All right, so number eight, you need a standard operating procedure or a USP for onboarding, servicing, and offboarding each client that you work with. This means you don't just work with every client as your heart tells you to. It means you actually have a structure that you follow that will help ensure each client has a consistent experience, a consistent and easily repeatable experience, by the way. This standard operating procedure might have to be adjusted if you find that something's not working, but overall, it should be consistent from client to client. That said, it leads me into number nine, which is that you need a clearly outlined structure for each call or on-site meeting because this is the time the client is actually paying you for, so you want to make sure that you have every minute planned out. You don't want to go off on tangents. You don't want to make it a personal conversation. If you do, don't bill for it. Make sure that if they bought two hours of your design consulting or your staging consulting or what have you, make sure they get two hours worth. Number 10 is backing it up a little bit. You need to make sure that you have a lead magnet that shares the key benefits of your consulting packages and how they work. Because this is really great for those leads who think they want to book with you, but they're on the fence. They might be like, I don't know if he or she understands me. I don't know if she can help me. I don't know if he really gets it. I don't understand his specialty. Well, a lead magnet is a great way to explain this. And a lead magnet is just something that people have to sign up in your mailing list in order to receive. It could be a PDF. It could be a video. It could be a variety of different things. Now, the 11th thing that you need be a branded email template that you can reuse. This is for onboarding your clients. You can use it for sending out monthly or ongoing email newsletters. And you can also use a similar format as a welcome email when you deliver that lead magnet that I just mentioned to any new email subscribers. And while all these 11 items are not an exhaustive list, it's more than enough to get your consultancy business up and running. To market your packages, well, that's another story, but I can make it a short one. If you want to market your consulting service packages, then show up on any audio or video platform that your ideal client already uses and start consulting. Answer your frequently asked questions in a video each week, focusing on a different question each time. Maybe this means you host a weekly group video chat on Zoom 
that people have to register for. You could also use Google Meet for this, by the way. Or maybe it means that you hop on Instagram Live every Friday. Or maybe you launch a mini podcast where you have like five or 10 minute episodes. To become a consultant, assuming that you're already well-versed in your specialty, just start consulting. Because when it comes to marketing, you get back what you specifically put out there. All right, guys, I have resources linked in the show notes of this episode for you. So if you are looking for a consultancy website that is specifically for home professionals and really easy to customize with built-in SEO, I have one of those for you. I do have it linked in the show notes, like I said, but if you want to just get right down to business, you can go to katethesocialite.com and then look for website templates under the services section. If you need lead magnets or client guides or email marketing, whether they're welcome emails, onboarding emails, or ongoing email marketing, like newsletters and such, I have those linked as well. But again, if you want to get right down to business, you can go to socialitevault.com to check those things out. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Until next week, keep your marketing simple and your message clear. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.